We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. Come to Sunday school. Tell them don't kill the messenger. Amen, amen, amen. I'm honored in our... uh, 10 o'clock hour to have Brother O.C. Marler. It's been a number of years now. I think about four and a half years from what I can gather since he's been here. Uh, maybe five in that time. Uh, of course, Sister Marler's gone on to her reward. And uh, Brother Marler is, is traveling again uh, all the time. And uh, if you've never heard him, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a tremendous speaker. He wants me to behave right now. And, uh, and I don't think he'll mind me telling you this. I think there'll be a lot of pride in this. Keeps a full-time schedule, travels all the time at 87 years old. Travels the world alone preaching the gospel. Amen. And I'm especially honored to have him here today because almost 53 years ago, the way we dedicate these little babies around the front, he dedicated me to the Lord almost 53 years ago. So we're, we're going we're gonna to do a little tag teaming today. He'll preach a little, I'll preach a little, but it's going to all be right and uh, in order, and we're going to have a great time. Say, Brother Marler, if you preach the truth, I'll help you. And let's give Brother O.C. Marler and the good Lord a hand clap. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's so good to be here with you this morning, and uh, Brother Pastor called me on the phone, and I was following behind him, and I couldn't find my phone, (laughs) and my hair was all messed up. The the wind's blowing out there, y'all know that? It's good to see you, good to be in the church with you, and uh, where's Brother Russell? There he is. Amen. You just you look very familiar around here. Amen. Amen. So anyway, uh, while you're standing, uh, I'll read a scripture in Revelations three twenty through twenty two. Revelations three twenty through twenty two. I want to say how much a privilege it is to be here. And it has, <clears throat> seems as though it's been a long time since I was here. And, uh, but God has been good to us. Amen. And, uh, but yet we've had a lot of tra- tragedy. And <coughs> sister, sister Hathcock is sick. And my wife has passed. And we had to, you, you just have to go on. That's what you have to do. Right. Go Amen. And uh, I'm sure that looking around, see some of you have been here long enough to know that without being told, you just you just have to be, you just have to go on. But I love this uh, this Hathcock family, and uh, they are just they just live for God every day and keep and keep on going, and they've got. They've got uh, the presence of the Lord with them, plus they have talent and 
means a lot. Now, uh, why don't you just be seated instead of standing for the word because I want to take my time here just a minute. Revelation 3, 20 through 22. And no, I'm not going to talk about any kingdoms falling or rising. I'm not going to talk about any big things of revelations. Uh, one reason I'm not going to go into revelations in a deep way is because I don't know as much about it as other people. <laughs> it seems like everybody knows more about it than I do, but uh, I'm going to, I have something I want to say. Behold, that's getting our attention. That's getting our attention. So, <laughs> It's written in red, so we better listen to it. Uh -huh. Behold, I, that's talking about the Lord. I stand at the door and knock. Now, he's, he's saying that to us. I stand at the door and knock. Isn't that what he said? Somebody's at the door. Never realizing who it is. I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, and here's the exciting and the tragedy and the, also the exciting part, and open the door. And if you will open the door, I will come into him. <laughs> what he's saying, if you'll open the door now, if you'll open the door, I'll, I'll come in to you. And it's singular. It's uh, to him. That's, it's pinpointed. It's to us. It's to us as individuals. And I will sup with him, and he, singular, with me. So we have a visit from the Lord. <laughs> Amen. And he wants to come in, and he wants to fellowship with us. To him that grant that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. <laughs> that's a pretty good that's a pretty good statement, especially coming from the Lord. Amen. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That makes dying not too hard if we're living for God. If you're not living for God, you better get to living for God. God, I can tell you that. Amen. 
even as I overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So that's why we pray, and that's why we fast, and that's why we live right, so that we can hear what the Spirit has to say. Because it's talking to us. Churches. I want to speak this morning for a little while from the thought, heavenly musings. Just heavenly musings. Not anything deep, just to talk about heaven. Isn't it good to think about heaven? See, we're, we're just pilgrims and strangers here. And the more the government goes crazy, the less we feel at home. And that's the way it's supposed to be. This, this, this is, is not our home. We never was meant to stay here forever. I know there's some old guys in the Bible that lived a long time, but the Lord even cut that out. <laughs> Thank goodness. And so, let me tell you, just some heavenly musings about it. Heaven is our home, which is passing through Heaven is our home. You know, it doesn't make any difference if a person's 20 years old and they save. They need to, nobody's wanting to die because that's human nature. But yet at the same time, we need to feel, we, we want to feel like that this is temporary and that heaven is our home. And, and we, we don't have to know every detail about it. We don't have to know how just how it is. We can't know and we won't know. But, uh, now, death. We got a, everybody in this life is concerned with it. You've had it at homes, you've had it, you know it's coming. But death will never knock at our mansion's door. <laughs> it will never knock. You know, I remember I had a brother that died before I was born, Vernon, and uh, he's five years old, diphtheria. And uh, everybody in the community told us Vernon was such a good boy. He was such a good boy. And he, he loved to go to church and everything. And uh, 
every time that during the time my mother was alive, every time Vernon's name was mentioned, she either cried openly or tears came into her eyes every time. And when she was 94, she was 94 years old, in a nursing home, somebody mentioned before she died about Vernon, and I looked and tears was in her eyes. That won't ever be no more. That won't ever be no more. Praise God. Praise God. That won't ever be no more. Amen. There's, there's not a single grave there. Not a single one. Oh, oh, when God gets all of his children home. I'm just musing about it today. When God gets all of his children home. You know, I uh, pastored a long time and, of course, still have opportunity to see this uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas. And, and the mother will say, you know what? We had all of our kids. Every one of them was here. We didn't even know that so-and-so was going to come, but he drove in all night and surprised us. And all of our kids are home. Amen. You know, when the Lord gets all of his children home, praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, woo. Glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah. Oh, I hear him say, how often would I have gathered you together as a hen gathereth her brood. Amen. You know, and, and during a fire or danger, that old hen raised that wing up and those little chicks go under that wing. And somebody will, one time was going through after a, uh, the woods had burned and they saw a chicken that was charred and as they walked by, they just kicked it, and a whole bunch of little old chickens ran out from under. That old mama chicken, she knew she was going to burn up, but she just stayed there with it, amen, to protect them. How often would I have gathered you together as a hen gathereth her brood? He the Lord wants you under his wing. He wants you in his house. He wants you home. He wants everybody to come home. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. He said, Paul, I believe it was, says, us. You see only through a glass darkly. In other words, you don't see everything spiritual just like it is. If we could see it like it is, 
We couldn't stand it this morning. If we, if we could see it like it is, we would. You wouldn't have no more preaching this morning. You would. You would have no more church as as such. Amen. Amen. Everybody would be electrified with the with the thoughts and the heart and the mind of God. Oh, hallelujah! But He said, "We see through a glass darkly, but one day we're going to see Him." Face to face. <laughs> what is that going to be like, Brother Hathcock? What is that going to be like? Amen. When we get up there and, and we, you, you're Jesus. <laughs> you're him. Huh? Oh, oh. We're going to see him face to face. Oh, I think we ought to pray. I think we ought to just pray for a moment. Just pray for a moment. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. I want to see you, Lord. Amen. You know, before I tell this, I, I don't guess there's any game wardens in here. But, of course, it's, it's out of the statute of limitations anyway. So. But in Louisiana at home, we used to rabbit hunt at night with lights. Uh-huh. I hear you. Boy, you go get arrested too. <laughs> and you take carbide light. Of course, there may be a few old enough to know what a carbide light is, but. We could put that light on our head. Well, one night I was bored at home, and we lived we lived 25 miles from town, and we lived a mile off of the main road, and the main road needed worked on. And uh, <laughs> I was back a mile uh, off of the, that road, and I was bored, and I just got my carbide light, my little old plastic stock 20-gauge single shotgun, and uh, I went out the back. And, of course, we live right in the edge of the swamp there, and, and uh, you didn't have to go too far to get to the swamp. And I, I was hunting rabbits, shining. Up. Boy, it was a thrill when you saw those little big old eyes on those rabbits. Boom! You know. Well, all of a sudden I realized that I was lost. I realized I was lost. Now, folks, that's no fun. And I was a young boy, and I was, I knew that if I, I knew I, I, I just didn't know and, and, and I knew that if I walked one way, I'd have to walk through the swamp and across Seeper Creek and get over in that other community over there to about three or four miles. And I knew that if I went another way, it would be at least a mile or a mile and a half. And if I went another way, it would be way over probably two miles. And, and I just, I was afraid. But I never quit walking. I just kept on going. I just kept, I kept walking. And did not know where I was. I don't know how long I walked. I, 
I, I thought the other day, maybe a couple of hours, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know how long I walked, but I was so afraid. I, I was afraid. And I came to a barbed wire fence. And I climbed over the barbed wire fence. And I, it wasn't long until I saw a light in the window. In the window and I said, I don't care who it is. I don't care. I don't know whether they like it or not. They're going to be woke. <laughs> I'm going to know where I am and get some help. And I, I just kept walking through the high weeds. And I come up to the back of a house. And uh, all of a sudden I realized that's my window. <laughs> That's my window. Hey, he's got. Why? Well, that's my room. That's my room. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm gonna tell you one of these days. Hey, amen. I'm gonna find my mansion. Praise God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Glory to God! Oh, hallelujah! No, no wonder Brother Hank Williams wrote, I saw the light. <laughs> I saw the light. No more in darkness, no more in night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Praise God. Ooh, glory. Praise God. What does that song say? Some one of them says, that's that the lights of home I see. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. And just some musings about heaven. Praise God. Praise God. I hope all day long today you just kind of talk to the Lord. I hope you just kind of thank the Lord. I hope you just think upon Amen. Take a little time to think upon where you're going. And if you're not headed in that direction, maybe that's really what you need to think of. Amen. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That such, sounds such a simple statement, but it's not simple at all. Amen. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. He says his, his, his burden, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. You say, well, I just don't know if I could live that way or not. I don't know if I could live that hole in Israel. Well, let me tell you something. Amen. The Lord thinks it's easy. <laughs> Praise God. You know, the other day, I, oh, about three months ago, I went to California and uh, and I was coming home. I had I got a bug out there, and I was sick. 
I had to wait four days to come home. I was so tired. And, and, and they got me first class. You know, I like that. <laughs> first class. I went, I was tired and half sick, and I, I went in and sat down in that first class seat like a big dog. <laughs> and the poor people started coming by me. <laughs> Going to their seats. And, and all of a sudden, there was a lady got on and tears. She had something in both hands and tears streaming down her face. And she was crying and she could not quit crying. And I watched her. She came down the aisle. And when she got to me, I couldn't take her hand because she had something in both hands, but I took her up around her wrist and I said, I'm going to pray for you. And I bowed my head and I started praying and so she kind of wadded things around and she took a hold to my hand and she prayed with me. And then uh, she went on back to the back and I, I, I never did see her anymore. You know what? There's not going to be any tears on heaven's flight. There's not going to be any tears on heaven's flight. Praise, Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, you know what? You know what? One of the most beautiful things when you're musing about it all, one of the most beautiful things that I thought of is that what I was thinking is the word welcome. Welcome, thou, thou good and faithful servant. You know, to, to be welcomed anywhere. Welcome, folks. We're glad you're here. Thank you for coming. We just, oh, it just made my day because you folks have come to visit us and see us. And, well, well, here's what the Lord said. Welcome. Welcome, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. All the mystery. We have so many mysteries about it all. We don't know. We, 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 we just kind of, uh, we got a few scripture and we just build from there and build us a story. And we, we kind of sometimes build it like we want it to be. And, but all the mysteries now vanished. It's now vanished. We, we know. I, I got a feeling. I, I think we're going to be able to see a million miles. I believe we're going to ask, ask Jesus anything because I think we're going to know everything. <laughs> eternity. Eternity has come. I've heard about eternity all my life. And all I know is this life. 
Uh, my mom and daddy told us to talk to us about eternity when we were little old boys. But, uh, but you see, all the mystery has vanished. Eternity has finally come. You know, they said the river of life, talking about the river of life. I never thought much about it. I thought, well, just a, a water flows down through heaven, I guess. You got a river there. And a... But you know, whenever God was dealing with that Samaritan woman, you know, he said, he said to her, woman, if, if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. So what, what is that? What kind of water is that? Live stream. It don't matter what it is, but I'm just musing around. It's amusing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't, I doubt it's H2O. I think it has something to do with life. Life eternal. So while I'm just musing, let me finish by saying, when I get there, I got a feeling, I don't know, but nobody knows. I'm going to say, I got here. I made it. I didn't go to hell. I didn't go to hell. Woo! Hey, I don't have any doubts about anything. What kind of place is this? I don't have any doubt about anything. You know, I tend to be a worry wart. I'm going to leave all of them here. <laughs> Praise God. I don't worry about nothing. I don't have to worry about anything. Whenever you got everything perfect, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about the sun coming up because Jesus is the Lamb, He's the light. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! Praise God. Enjoy being with you. Hallelujah. Hey, let's stand together and let's just praise the Lord right now. What a promise we have in heaven. Come on, let's just praise him for a few moments. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you about these musings this morning, these reminders of what a day that's going to be, what a time eternity is going to be. We'll know it all at that moment. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for a reminder here this morning. It's a real place. We're working for a real goal. We thank you for these promises. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Brother Marler.
Hallelujah. 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 I, I just wish he'd have took all of his time. I told him, I said, man, you got time on the clock. He said, I'm good. And uh, so I, I would have liked for him to turn the music on him at about 10, 9.50, 10.50. And uh, that would have been fine. Let me say this. There's a table in the foyer. I don't know how many, how many books Brother Marler has written. He can probably tell you that if you're interested. And, of course, uh, Sister Marler's books are out there as well. But I want to encourage you, and I'm going to say the same thing in the second service, uh, if, if I can get it in my notes. Uh, there is a book out there called Doctrine Does Matter. How many of you have that book? So there's two that think they have it and one that know they have it. So here's what that means. By the time we announce it, when everybody's in here in the second service, we ought to at least sell 50 of them books. Amen. Hey, I want to tell you something. If you read that book with an open mind, you want to teach a Bible study to somebody that don't want a Bible study, but they'll read a book? If they just believe Genesis 1 and 1, it's all they got to believe, there is a God, they can take that book, and at the end of it, if their heart's open, Amen. they will know the truth. They'll know how to receive it and how to reach for it and how to live for it. Amen. And so I want to encourage you. Of course, he's got Westerns out there. He's just a great writer. A lot of good things uh, that he's got in print, Brother Marler and Sister Marler's books. Many of you have those as well. But take a little time before you go to the prayer room. Go out there. Spend your money now. And, and the bishop said he's better than Louis L'Amour. Uh, of course, used to you'd go to hell over that. So we won't hold that against the bishop. <laughs> And uh, that was kind of like brother. Uh, that was kind of like who wrote that song all ago? Brother, brother Hank Williams. Yeah, he wrote that song. <laughs> That's how he said it, brother Hank Williams. Amen. God bless you. I love you. As the music plays, greet one another and uh, go out and make a purchase. Brother Marler, meet you there. I'm certain. And uh, and make it to the prayer room. We're gonna have a great time at eleven o'clock.